Welcome to the Wow Factor Podcast, hosted by Samuel Kamugisha, featuring a diverse collection of talent with a keen focus on highlighting the different amazing things that we're doing to change the world. So, without any more hesitations, here is Samuel. Hello. I would like to introduce you to the special Wow Factor podcast. On this special episode, we're going to be mainly tackling the COVID-19 pandemic in relation to business. How are the businesses are in this current pandemic? What should they do to help them pivot even in this pandemic? And how will the business environment be like post the COVID-19 pandemic? So today we have a very special guest. We have Carissa Morales, the social media director of Lemonade, who happens to be my workmate. So... Hello, Carissa. Hello, hello, Sam. Thanks for having me. I'm so, so excited. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. So, for for starters, who is Carissa? Oh, wow. I feel like this is such an existential, philosophical question. Ooh, do tell. I don't know. If I start explaining myself in terms of my work, then it feels like my identity is in my work. You know, that kind of thing. But anyway. To answer your question, mm. Carissa is a regular girl from a small town in Slaya. Um, it's like 20 kilometers from Kuala Lumpur and I've grew up in a small town all my life. I guess that's one of the common ways that I introduce myself, where I'm from. Um, who am I? I? I wear several hats. I'm a writer. I'm a friend. I'm a daughter. I'm a leader. Um, I'm also a follower in certain sense, but most of all, I like to see myself as someone who wants to make a change and not for the sake of, you know, a revolutionary big change, but maybe sometimes this change could just be, you know, helping someone lift heavy boxes or hearing someone out. So essentially that is who I am uh, in many different roles that I play. I hope that answers your question. <laughs> wow. So as a, <laughs> you're the change maker in su- in summary. <laughs> I I don't know. Okay, you said it, not me. <laughs> but but I I would like to know that that there is a place for me to change things. Mm. Not I want to fix what is broken, but I just want to make um life a better, I mean uh I just want to make the world a better place. Yeah. Okay, that's great. So so what drove you to transition into digital marketing as a career? So just a little bit of background. I actually started my career in publishing. Uh, I was a writer for Time Out. I occasionally wrote online. I wrote for Esquire Malaysia for a brief period of time. And um, I think it came to a point where I realized that I could do more than just writing. And I really enjoyed strategy. I really enjoyed uh, the digital universe. And I think it's actually by chance that I landed in digital marketing because an offer for a role in social media just fell on my lap. And I thought, hmm, okay, I mean, this career path is new. I mean, in 2015, 2014, that's when social media as a whole started t- taking off a little bit in the in a more business career sense. So I thought, okay, it's something new. Let's just try it. 
And wow, when I tried it, I was like, wow, this is totally... It's more than just writing, you know, there's there's media buying, there's ad budgets to take into account. There's a client, there's a business objective, like it was a whole new universe. So then when I transitioned into social media as a whole, that's when I got to, you know, like I realized that, yes, this is the industry that I want to be in. I would like to be in digital marketing and stay in digital marketing. I I would like to think that there are other industries that I could apply myself effectively. But I think for this current time and space, digital marketing is where I'm at. Yeah. Did you feel like sort of like a, a culture shock of sorts when you entered into digital marketing, basing on the previous background into from print? Not really, because I mean, I was already uploading articles. I was already writing uh, articles on the website, you know, learning how to do basic, you know, tagging and and uh, finding the right the right photos, you know, the right specs. I was already dabbling into a bit of blogging. I used to have a blog, um, like some random lifestyle blog about making chai lattes and, <laughs> and fruit salad. So I was already ex- experimenting, you know, with... Uh, um, basic SEO and basic photography because I just found it so interesting. Uh, so I would say it wasn't much of a culture shock. What was a culture shock for me was going into agency life because when I was in media, it was always the agencies coming to the media houses. Oh, come for come come for events, right? Right? Uh, right? Do write ups for us? Blah blah blah. You know, they they were always they were providing the service. Us, like we were the third party and then of course their main client was you know whichever brand that they were working for but now I'm on I've been on the agency side and that was a very very different experience for me coming from a, a, a traditional media house wow, wow so switching trading places from being the recipient of the agencies to being the agency in a sense yes and also the shift from offline to online because it's different when you think offline because when you when you create a magazine, you have to think about layouts, you have to think about distribution, you know, you have to also, uh, when you create content, how, how it will look like, making sure you get the right images and once it's published, that's it, you know. I think the most stressful part was sub, sub-editing because, you know, once you miss a typo and it's printed and it's circulated worldwide or nationwide, mm. But at least in digital, okay, forgive mm. me for saying, if you make a typo, you can still quickly edit it and, you know, it, the post goes live. If it's an ad, if it's a typo, you quickly um, <laughs> pause it, edit, and it goes live, you know. But once, mm. if it's fine, it's in print, you know, that's it. So kind of print yeah. is like a more meticulous industry. Yeah, and the thing about um, offline, I mean, when it comes to being fast-paced, I feel like back in media and agency, it was pretty much the same because when we were working on magazines, we would work like two months in advance. And right now in agency, we are still working like months in advance, you know. We are, mm. we are Christmas in June. We are planning for Raya in January. You know, it's, 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 it's still pretty much the same. But I guess it's more um, the communication and the team dynamic office dynamics aspect that was different when I was in media compared to agency, advertising agency as a whole. Wow, wow. So we're shifting it a little bit towards what we're currently in, which is the COVID-19 mm-hmm. pandemic. What do you, what's your current take on the current business environment and probably what are your observations that you can see? 
Well, again, you know, I think it's businesses are going through a paradigm shift. Uh, what we could do, what we thought we couldn't do back then, we can do now. Um, like for now, work from home. There are lots of there are some industries that are realizing that that yes, they can work from home or operate uh, their online business from their house. Of course, you know, if it's things like distribution and uh, production, I believe that would be impacted right now in this situation. But I can clearly see that businesses are going through a paradigm shift and realizing that there are different ways to to run their business. Um, like I was like I was telling you earlier about my friend with the cafe, he's stepping into social media, into online delivery service. Um, I think a lot a lot of people are consuming products from a more from a digital space, especially the older generation who maybe last time they would be a little bit uh, apprehensive about online shopping. But now, you know, I was just uh, talking to to my fiancé yesterday and he was saying, wow, I can hear people yelling Lazada, Lazada on <laughs> every morning. Like everyone's oh, just wow. on. Yeah, so I think right now it's just a paradigm shift. Um, this is what I've been observing. A paradigm shift and a change in mindset of realizing that there were some things that we thought we couldn't do, but now we can. I think it's just working working around the boundaries that have been set. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So, uh, what do you think uh, the businesses should do to, sub- to survive in this very tra- trying time? I think right now it's 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 really tough, and and I I honestly can cannot imagine the stress that business owners go through, especially for example, um, gyms. You know, where so much of their business is brick and mortar. So much of the business is group classes that I I, I can Im- I cannot imagine the stress that uh, owners and operators of gyms and fitness centers are going through. But I think what they have succeeded, at least what I've seen in Malaysia, for example, studios like Fly Project, Playground Fitness, uh, Fire Station, they were really fast in making sure that they capitalize all their opportunities via social media. Uh, for example, they started doing they started rolling out. Uh, Instagram live classes, Facebook live classes. I think that's such a great way because while their existing customers could still follow on with classes, um, they could even use that platform to attract new customers. You know, people who don't know about about their about Fly Project, about Fire Station, and now it's like, hmm, okay, um, maybe I'll check it out. And I think right now they have a lot of businesses to make money. They've been uh, renting out equipment, fitness equipment renting out uh, spin bikes, weights, and also doing private one-to-one Zoom classes. I've been seeing a lot of these as well because I, I, I'm, I'm a ClassPass member, so sometimes I get uh, these offers once in a while. So I think it's essential that you know businesses respond fast, um, especially if the means is digital, like understanding how digital will enhance your business. Uh, I think right now... Um, a lot of small medium enterprises are also recognizing that you know they can run their businesses online um recently i purchased kombucha from wild kombucha it's it's a it's it's a local it's a local brand and i was just thinking like wow you know now is now is the time for them to really expand 
their digital offering, you know. Um, now is the time for a lot of businesses to make sure that not just their social media and their means and their feed looks great and interesting, but making sure that all their purchases, you know, like when people submit a purchase, making sure that, you know, people receive a mail that their purchase is confirmed and making sure that shipping updates are, are done in an accurate manner. And then, you know, the whole thing from social to ads to um, CRM, like making sure that the customer journey is seamless. I think right now it's giving a lot of small, medium enterpri- uh, enterprises and businesses a chance to rethink how they want to run their business, you know. So definitely, you know, responding fast to the current crisis, looking into opportunities, uh, digital opportunities for their business. And I also think, I also wanted to touch on another point uh, about investing in your people. I think it's very, it's really, really sad, you know, that some businesses have to let their people go. The WOW Journal, a catalogue of different captivating content spanning from amazing talent to tones of creative work. Founded by Samuel Kamaji Shah, a brand and growth strategist, his major focus is to ignite creativity through inspiration with an intention of being a catalyst for growth, whether it's for your brand or business. Log on to www.wowjournal.cc. That's W-O-W-J-O-U-R-N-A-L.cc. And I truly empathize and I, I, I really do feel bad, you know, in that that this unfortunate situation has happened. But I think for businesses that are thriving right now, you know, um, online, the online marketplace, delivery services, uh, small, I mean, online businesses, I think now is the time to invest in your people, making sure that your people are safe, you know, making sure that your people, your frontliners also have a chance to rest. Um, and making sure that you show the human side of your business. I think sometimes in business, we get very caught up in, you know, KPIs, profit, making sure that the money is in, which are all legit concerns, you know. I mean, after all, how are we going to eat, right, at the end of the day? But without people, you are not going to have a business to run. So I think now is the time, you know, to really get to know your your staff, get to know your, your team, because there's a lot of free time. Nothing stopping you from having a, a Zoom session with your with your teammates just to check on everybody. I think it's definitely a time to reconnect with your people. Yeah, true. I, I really agree with the point of of people because um, right now the businesses have to f- know their customers more and they have to yes. interact with them on a more personal basis rather yeah. than product product heavy kind of postings that don't work at the moment. You also have to empathize with both your customer and your team on what they're going, on what is happening at the moment. So I yeah. see people is, go, is going to be more synonymous with with the, the new business strategies for most of the companies. Yeah. No more ignoring the, the, the people part of the puzzle, whether it is the people who are your staff and the people who are your customers. They, you have to mm-hmm. put them in a very clear lens. Yeah, that's true. And also, I think it's a it's time for businesses to realize what approach are they going to take? Are they going to take the approach of, uh, you know, there is a... Okay, so there was this uh, particular brand, I, I want to mention the brand, that was, you know, saying that, that, they be, that they've been bankrupt and, you know, order 
order again. We are being impacted by the business, blah blah blah. And people were, you know, ordering and things like that. And uh, I think there's a lot of hoo ha on social media. And then now suddenly there's been a backlash. Uh, and that's when people realize, like, hmm, was this business being, was this brand actually being true? You know. And I mean, I wouldn't know what happens on the back end. At the same time, I think um, there are some businesses who are actively taking a stand. Like, for example, um, businesses like McDonald's, KFC, they are making sure that that although now MCO the restricted movement order may be a little bit loose, they are just making sure that everyone is still safe. So I think this is where the brand needs to show that they care about their audience and their people. By staying authentic, sometimes I just think that you know we all know in textbook knowledge that yes, brands should be authentic, brands should be, um, brands should be real. But now is the time when there is a global crisis. You want your customers to remember you as a brand that cared about them, not a brand that was trying to sell a product, not a brand that was trying to, um, to make a sale, but a brand that actually cares. Because I think. Um, advertising, digital marketing, digital as a whole, and social media marketing has made businesses seem a lot more human than than they are as compared to ads of the fifties, for example. Celebrities are speaking out. People give um, honest reviews, or maybe sometimes dishonest reviews. <laughs> a lot more informed. No, people are more informed. And whenever a brand um, does makes a wrong move. People will say something about it. So I think right now businesses also have to recognize the power of their consumers. It's it's not like how it was in the sixties where you can sell a shampoo to a woman with curly hair, thinking that the shampoo will make a hair straight. I mean, it just doesn't work anymore. In fact, the strategy is own your own your curly hair. If you have curly hair, here's a shampoo for you to tone the frizz or make the curls shine. It's no longer you have curly hair. Here, here's a shampoo to get that hair straight. You know, it's not like that anymore. So I think now businesses should really recognize the that they are influential power and make sure that they use that power for good. That's awesome. You've articulated it well. So, what do you think businesses will be like post COVID nineteen? I'm interested to see this actually. Um, I think businesses would still i think for okay from a marketer point of view i would i hope that businesses look into uh online services i'm so sorry this is so self serving me <laughs> but i mean but hear me out hear me out there okay. are a lot of people you know there are a lot of people shopping online and there are some brands uh where i'm just like oh my god why aren't you guys online when we manage their social media, you know, we have customers asking us, "Do you have an online store? Why do you not have an online store? I need my 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 product right now." You know, it, it, it I think businesses would be prioritizing their digital investments. Of course, once you know uh, the market has stabilized and once um, you know, there's enough cash flow coming in, I would I would like to think that businesses would uh, strengthen their digital presence, strengthen their online marketplace. And I think, I think businesses will also realize that they can diversify their offerings. Like for example, you know, Grab has has uh, has been talking about insurance. And I think yesterday when I was buying stuff in Tesco, there was also insurance from Tesco. Uh, I think a lot of brands are 
shift are realizing that you know they can diversify into different products it's just making sure that they know where their customers are at you know because at the end they trends are set by your customers if your customers are one day are going to be interested in let's say in the social media context if they're going to be interested in tiktok and if you are a brand that you know would be would do incredibly well in tiktok maybe that's something to look into but it doesn't mean that it may be the one for you so i think businesses now how businesses will be like is realizing that they really really got has to be customer centric they really would be making changes in their online their online space their digital space um and i think businesses especially the ones that that do it right would have would, would think about their community i think in this um period of time everyone is realizing the power of community you see group zoom sessions happening you see more facebook groups come uh, uh, have, uh coming along i think uh, facebook also released a product of portal I, i i don't know it's like it seems to me like people are realizing the impact of community and if businesses um take advantage of this the right way definitely this would be something would to to look forward to post covid-19 you know yeah wow i hope i get those points that is like tech that is like an encyclopedia of wisdom <laughs> no this is my observations <laughs> well, my my hope is this i guess well at least uh, i do agree um that's going to definitely be very customer centric and i want set of crazy innovations that and is no doubt i'm just anxious definitely to see definitely a that. lot of innovation yeah me too you know um especially for brands who are trying out different different me- different product offerings different services different platforms it's a, it's a lot of testing and trial and the ones that succeed will the ones that will be remembered you know true i, I am looking forward to all, all of that because when businesses pivot we in the digital marketing it keeps us on our toes and making sure that we also you know have those those needs met to you know to help our businesses thrive as well wow 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 so as we wind this up what would be your parting shots ah oh my sorry my parting my parting shot mm, i think it's important that we stay real and i'm not just saying this in a in a you know oh, we got to be authentic blah blah you know i i'm i really mean it you know be be real your your people your customers are going through a tough time your employees are going through a tough time you are going through a tough time i think now's the time that we really really look into ourselves and have empathy for one another um and just be real yeah that's honestly that's that's, that's just about it because when you are real you are genuine and people people will build their trust in you and it's learning to be learning to understand what we can also give back um i think it's important for us to realize that we are all in this together and and at the end of the day we are humans whether you are you are the queen whether you are someone from from slayang or kepong you can get 
infected by the virus. So it seems it clearly the virus has shown that neither rank or or status or class matters. If you get the virus, that's it. So I hope people realize that this is a time for us to be real and to help one another. Yeah, that's about it from me. Wow. Thank you so much, Carissa. <laughs> Thanks, Sam. It's- And it's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening in. And I would encourage you to stay hooked to your preferred podcast distributors. Or you can alternatively go to uh, the Wow Journal website, which is www.wowjournal. That's W-O-W-J-O-U-R-N-A-L dot C-C. And you definitely get access to all the available podcasts. And as well, you have access to different adverts that I've featured that I found really interesting that you may find of good value to you. So listen in next time on your favorite podcast. Bye-bye.